Have you tried all the parenting strategies and you just don't see any difference in your son's negative behavior? Have you tried everything from sticker charts to stricter punishment to yelling and threatening to taking away toys or video games to bribing, yet nothing seems to change his behavior or his heart? Mama, I get it. I understand and I've been there. But there is hope for you and your son. Welcome to Redeeming the Chaos. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. I'm an author, Bible teacher, biblical parenting coach, and mom to four boys. This is the podcast for moms who feel a bit frazzled and overwhelmed by the responsibility of raising boys. I would love for you to join me on this wild, wonderful, chaotic journey of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. So what is the solution to these negative behaviors in our boys that we just can't seem to get under control? The answer is heart-based parenting. You may be wondering, what is heart-based parenting and how can it help me? Well, let me start with a quick personal story. As you know, I am a mom of four boys, and one of my sons struggled with anger management for years. We tried everything from stricter punishment and reward systems to play therapy to counseling, and at times his anger would get so out of control that I feared for the safety of our other kids. Nothing was connecting with his heart. But once we began consistently using a heart-based parenting strategy, we saw change. As we started using the seven tools of heart-based parenting that I'm going to be talking about today in this episode, we were able to connect with his heart and we started to see a change in his behavior. We have seen our son develop qualities of kindness and selfishness, self-control, responsibility, hard work, and cooperation. Now, my son still has a ways to go in these areas, don't we all? And God, of course, is still working in his life. But these seven heart-based parenting tools have made a huge difference in our family. So what is heart-based parenting? Most styles of parenting use a behavior modification approach, or in other words, a reward and punishment system. So you do X, Y, Z, then you receive X, Y, Z. You do this negative thing, then you receive this negative punishment. You do this positive thing, then you receive a positive reward. While this may work for short-term behavior change or for dogs, it rarely affects a child's inner motivation to change or to do the right thing. Behavior modification ultimately fosters selfishness. A heart-based approach, on the other hand, focuses on tendencies, belief systems, and inner motivations of your child. It trains a child to obey because they have a sense of inner obligation to do the right thing. Doesn't that sound amazing? A heart-based approach also considers the work of the Holy Spirit in a child's life. Ultimately, God is the one who changes the hearts of our children. As many of you know, I have been trained as a parent coach and seminar presenter for the National Center for Biblical Parenting. The concept of heart-based parenting was developed by the founders of this organization, Dr. Scott Taransky and Joanne Miller. So most of the content that we talk about in this episode today comes from my training from this organization. 
And you may remember, I recently interviewed Dr. Taransky on this show, and we talked about contentment and what to do when your son can't take no for an answer. And I will have a link to that show in the show notes, or you can find that episode at lariechristine.com forward slash 60. The National Center for Biblical Parenting produces a lot of resources that help parents connect with their children's hearts. I will have a link to their website in the show notes, as well as a whole bunch of really helpful books. There are a few books that I would recommend starting with. The first one is called Parenting is Heart Work. And there's also a manual that goes along with it called the Parenting is Heart Work Manual, and you can purchase them separately. Um, this book lays a groundwork for heart-based parenting. And then the second book I would recommend is called Motivate Your Child. And there's also a manual that goes along with that one as well. And this teaches you how to develop internal motivation in your child. And both of those books are really beneficial. So a heart-based approach sounds great, doesn't it? But I know you're asking, what about those challenging behaviors? What about the day-to-day sanity of my home? Don't worry. A heart-based approach deals with behaviors too. In fact, heart-based parenting provides super practical tools to deal with those unwanted behaviors in our kids. But our focus is not only on behaviors. A lot of times that behavior modification approach, it's just focusing on changing the external behaviors. But in reality, the external behaviors are a signal to what is going on at a deeper heart level. Heart-based parenting uses scripture as well as proven tools and techniques to equip you to coach your child. You are your child's best teacher. We also rely heavily on the Holy Spirit to work in your child's heart as well as your own. God will use you as a tool to influence your child, but ultimately God is the only one who can change your child's heart. So here are just a few characteristics of heart-based parenting. Heart-based parenting focuses on relationship. It's based on biblical principles. It does not have a one-size-fits-all approach. There is some flexibility. Heart-based parenting believes that parents are the best coaches or counselors for their kids. Now, that doesn't mean to say that there aren't some situations where a professional counselor is definitely needed, but I don't want you to underestimate how much influence and how much power you as a parent have in your child's life. Heart-based parenting teaches kids to live within limitations. It teaches kids to show honor, teaches kids to handle their emotions, teaches practical tools and not just theories. And it provides a plan. So many times we just get frustrated because we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do next. Our son is acting this way. He's throwing a fit. He's throwing a tantrum. And we just don't have a plan. So this parenting strategy provides a plan for what to do. And then ultimately it gives hope. There is hope that your son can change and that you can see some changes in your family and in your home. So in several upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about these seven tools of heart-based parenting. And these tools are relationship, firmness, visioning, transferring responsibility, teaching, spiritual training, and coaching. For today, we are just going to talk about the very first 
tool of heart-based parenting, which is relationship, because this tool builds the foundation for all the other tools in your toolbox. Building a relationship with your son will help to soften his heart and allow you to connect with him on a deeper level. Here's a list of some practical ideas to help you build a deeper relationship with your son. First, you want to make an emotional connection with your son and then celebrate. So what that means is find something to do together that brings delight to your son, something that he enjoys doing. Maybe it's working on a Lego set together. Maybe it's shooting basketball out in the backyard. Maybe it's kicking a soccer ball. Maybe it's just going for a walk or pushing him on the swing, whatever it is. And then Tell him how much you enjoy spending that time with him. Say, you know, buddy, we make a great team. I love doing this with you. I, you're, you're so good at, at building Legos and I love building Legos with you. This is really fun. I'm looking forward to doing this again soon. And just see how he reacts. Just making that personal connection, making that emotional connection with your son and then drawing attention to it, drawing attention to the fact that this is fun. Look, we are enjoying this time together. A few other ideas for building a relationship with your son is to listen without being critical, especially with older boys. Sometimes they just need someone to listen to their ideas, even if it's a stupid idea. Talk about life without always teaching a lesson. Now there are obviously room, there's room for lessons, and there's room for teaching, which we're going to talk about later because teaching is one of the tools. But when we're building that relationship, when we're in that relationship stage, We don't have to turn everything into a life lesson. Ask him what he enjoys doing. You know, you might think that Pokemon is the dumbest thing ever, but he might love it if you sit down and look at his cards with him and ask him, which one is your favorite? And what what kind of power does this guy have? You know, whatever it is he's into right now, join him in that activity, even if it's something that you don't necessarily enjoy doing. Another way to build that relationship is to affirm his uniqueness and let him know what you appreciate about him. Point out some of his strengths, not just, oh, you're really smart, but, oh, I see that you're really working hard on those math problems. That's really going to help you on your math test. Or I loved how you were being kind to your brother when you checked to see if he was okay when he, when, you know, when he fell off the swing or things like that. So point out some of those strengths that you see in him. Buddy, I've really noticed that you have been showing some responsibility lately when you did your chores without being asked. Like that is so great. And that's a that's an adult skill and that's a skill that we're gonna that we're gonna be working on. So uh, those are great are great things to point out for him. Another thing to do to build work on your relationship is to just be present with him. Just sit beside him, snuggle with him. You know, if he's watching a movie, sometimes I've noticed my boys will snuggle with me when they don't even realize what they're doing. You know, if I ask them to come, come sit on my lap, come sit beside me. You know, my littlest one is six and my, and then eight, they're six, eight, 10 and 12 right now. And if I ask my eight-year-old to come and sit on my lap, he won't do it. But if we're watching a movie and I just kind of sit beside him or I like snuggle up and kind of pull him up onto my lap, like he's so enthralled in the movie, he doesn't even think about it. So just being present beside him with whatever he's doing is a great way to connect. Also look him in the eyes, get down on his level when you're talking to him and be strategic about spending time together. If your son is 
a little bit older, take them out on a date. Actually, I take my little kids out on dates too, and they love it. They love going out for like a slushy and just spending special time with mom. Another way to strengthen the relationship with your son is to greet him with sincere enthusiasm. Be excited to see him. You know, he comes downstairs in the morning and greet him with his name. Hey, Oliver, I'm so excited to see you this morning. And, you know, he gets off the bus after school and just give him a hug and let him know that you're so glad that they're home. And I missed you today and I couldn't wait to see you and just celebrate their presence with you. Another way to work to build... Another way to build that relationship is to validate how your son is feeling before you jump in and try to correct their behavior. Maybe they disobeyed and were doing something foolish and ended up getting hurt because they did not obey and they didn't listen to you. So before jumping in and saying, I told you so, I told you you shouldn't be walking on that railing because you're going to crack your head open offer empathy first, offer sympathy and be like, oh, buddy, that really stinks. I'm so sorry you hit your head after you fell off the railing when I told you not to. (laughs) You know, they realize that it was a stupid thing to do. And maybe later you could bring it up and be like, you know, I'm wondering if maybe you made a bad decision there. But in the moment, show empathy for their feelings. And then lastly, we want to offer comfort and compassion to our children. We want to relate to our children the same way that God relates to us. You know, we're not on opposing teams. We don't want our kids to think that it's us against them. We want them to see us as a support, as a coach coming along beside them and helping them along the way and helping them in life, just as God does for us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, it says that God is a father of compassion and a God of comfort. He comforts us in our troubles so that we can be a comfort to others. So we want to meet our kids' emotional needs, empathize with how they're feeling, but We don't want to neglect to show firmness at the same time. And we're going to be talking about firmness in our next episode because firmness is the second tool for heart-based parenting. Some of these tips may sound very simplistic, but you will be surprised at the difference that you'll see in how your son relates to you after putting some of these tips into practice for a short time. And then next time, we're going to jump into a few more of the tools for heart-based parenting. We're going to talk about firmness, and we're going to talk about visioning. And once you start seeing that relationship strengthened, it just lays the groundwork for some of these other tools, and it just softens your child's heart for God to work in his heart as well. If you would like to get a jump start on these seven parenting tools and you don't want to wait for the next episode to come out, actually, it will probably be a few weeks until we continue our discussion of these parenting tools. I have a special interview coming up next week that I'm excited about. But anyway, if you are excited to dive in and get more of these tools, you can go to my website, lauriechristine.com forward slash quiz. And I have a fun quiz on my website called How Well Do You Know Your Son? And when you take this quiz, you'll learn more about your son's personality, what are his strengths and weaknesses, and also how you can best connect with his heart. After taking the quiz, you will receive tips on how to build a deeper relationship with your son and his unique personality. And spoiler alert, you actually get these seven tips 
in an email, seven different emails with the seven parenting tips. So go to lauriechristine.com forward slash quiz. You can take the quiz, find out a little bit more information about your son's personality, and then you will start receiving those emails, the seven heart-based tools to help you connect with your son's heart on a deeper level. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Redeeming the Chaos. I am your host, Laurie Christine, and you can find the show notes to this episode at lauriechristine.com forward slash 63.